Welcome back to another episode of the Impact Go Rush podcast. I'm your host, Wun Tan. And in this episode, we have a very special episode because I'm going to be interviewing JP Dalman, founder of ILA and Partners and the host of Impact Leaders podcast. It's the number one podcast for sustainable and impact investing. And he interviews the biggest institutional impact investors. In this episode, JP talks about the reason why businesses and entrepreneurs are positioning themselves to be more impact-driven and aligning themselves towards the sustainable development goals. And also, I would like to take this opportunity to quickly mention my gratitude towards the the sponsors of the Impact Leaders podcast, which is UCL, University College London, Institute of Global Prosperity, because without them, my business wouldn't have started. So, Thank you to them uh, and obviously go check them out. They have uh, some very fascinating initiatives such as the Fast Forward 2030 group which is looking at encouraging entrepreneurs to be impact-driven and aligned to the SDGs. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the show, JP. From your conversations and your work with so many uh, impact entrepreneurs and impact investors, institutional investors, some of the biggest institutional investors that you've been working with. What can you share with us in terms of why is it important for businesses to be impact-driven? Well, thank you. Um, good question. Um, I think the short answer is because it will help the business become sustainable and have a long-term net positive uh, effect in the world. That's how I, I tend to summarize it. A bit kind of a longer answer. I believe that this kind of depends very much on our personal values, be it as a fund, a founder or owner or shareholder or investor or even an employee. There is a practical reason in terms of you know, the value or impact you create for consumers of your products or services, which in turn will make your business more sustainable, uh, last longer over time and ideally generate more profits, you know, if you are a for-profit organization, but it also applies for non-for-profit. Uh, and in general, and for a long time, we have spoken about a purpose, sometimes seen as the reason why you and your company exist. Uh, but at the same time, we had not been looking at the impact that our businesses had uh, as we lead our purpose. Sometimes uh, it's easier to look at uh, a simple example, I say, uh, to make people understand what you know what we mean with this, so let's take a kind of meat-based diet uh, and and I relate the products as an example. Uh, so we know that the levels of meat we consume in some cultures is negative to people and the planet, uh, so it's not sustainable. Uh, and in my case, uh, I was born in a culture that is built around this industry and even defines people in many ways. Uh, and in many ways, is part of the purpose of the life of producers and consumers. Uh, but so unless we understand and we start kind of really uh, going deep uh, to see what is the net impact of living like this, consuming like this, producing like this, um, and begin you know, planning for a transition, uh, the future will be uncertain. Obviously, you you come from Argentina, and that's and that's what you're referring to. I'm guessing that yes, you're, you yes. come so from I'm, I'm, I'm Anglo Anglo Argentine or, or 
Argo British, you know, the way you want to look at it. So yes, every time I go down to South America, especially to Argentina, but the whole of South America, it's very, very much a kind of a meat, meat-based diet, you know, consumers. So JP, you know, you you've been in this space for some time now, and you know, how can entrepreneurs be more aligned with the sustainable development goals? Because I know this is something that you've been uh, really actively involved in since, you know, since a couple of years now. And I know you've worked with many, many entrepreneurs um, over these few years. Could you share how, how can entrepreneurs be more aligned with the SDGs? Yes. Um, I would say, and it's, it's way beyond entrepreneurs, to be honest, they, you know, it, it applies to um Know, kind of large uh, kind of organizations that are again known for profit that are driving this, and you know we'll mention specifically the UN, as I mean, you mentioned as well on on the intro to your podcast. Uh, so the United Nations is the one that set the tone for it. Uh, but obviously you have you know major organizations all looking at it, you know from from every angle, uh, from you know, you know public to private. But I would say that first, I would say that you know people uh, need to understand the SDGs. Uh, not only what they are, but which ones are important to them. Uh, and if they already have a company, which ones you know are being affected by their products and services, I would say. So actions that people can uh, take, I think, could include, uh, first of all, visiting the United Nations website uh, to gather information and learn. Uh, secondly, I would say taking some personal self-assessment uh, so, or using tools that help, you know, you understand, you know, which ones are the ones that you care the most about. Uh, in my case, I always tell people that, you know, once I did it, I realized that aside from, you know, there are 17 of them, but aside from all of them, which are very important, I care very much on the personal level about education. Um, as I said, third, I would say building the SDGs into your business models. Uh, there are organizations that promote these and could help you. Uh, such as you know fast, fast forward 2030, which uh, you know about, um, uh, which I sit in the board and we work with uh, together with entrepreneurs, um, and find tools that help them uh, build the processes and reports required. You know, and this goes you know from a small company to you know major uh, organizations and including investment companies. Uh, so lastly, I would say. Uh, you hire, you know, hire companies that can help uh, in the process, you know, such as uh, ILA and Partners, which is my company, uh, you know, where we advise financial institutions that want to transition into sustainable and impact investing. Uh, and one of the things that we do is use, you know, third-party products you know, to be able to measure uh, the impact on the SDGs. So, JP, you've been the host of the Impact Leaders podcast for, well, for, for at least two years, right? You, and we have got uh, 40 episodes on it that you've done. Um, and what has been your biggest learning from running this podcast? And, and also, of, of course, explain to people uh, what the podcast is about. So, um, you know, I just mentioned, you know, my company. So, because it kind of all relates to this as well. So ILM partners and, and personally, you know, we support several initiatives and organizations to raise awareness about sustainable impact investing and the SDGs. I am personally, and, and we are on a mission to reach as many people as possible. That's one of the, you know, our objectives, uh, particularly in the financial industry, which is kind of, you know, you know I would say largely you know, the audience that listens to it, but it's much wider than that as well, because you have companies and uh, and entrepreneurs and people at large that listen. Uh, but, you know, our focus is on all kind of in, in terms of 
helping to accelerate the transition of capital into sustainable impact investing. Um, so we're building a media base and content to complement you know, our mission as a company and as an individual. And the podcast is one of the initiatives you know, we support and which I host. Uh, the podcast features leaders focusing on sustainable impact investing and performance with purpose, uh, supporting the companies that are solving the world's biggest challenges. Uh, and what we do is we share stories, uh, messages, and advice uh, with you know the main objective of you know one creating awareness about sustainable impact investing, uh, two sharing best practices from the leaders in the industry, and three um, inspire others in the industry and beyond to take action for a faster transition. And I also appreciate that you know what we are creating with my guests is of great value for current and future leaders as well as a kind of invaluable record uh, for uh, prosperity, right? uh, which, you know, uh, or posterity, I should say, uh, which, uh, you know, I think that there's not enough of it. Uh, and I think the biggest lesson, and you, you, I, I would say that there's a few of them. Uh, one uh, is that definitely you cannot do everything on your own, uh, but people are willing to help, uh, especially on this um kind of group of individuals and companies that are really trying to push the boundaries so that we can do things in a, in a better way, in a more sustainable way. Uh, the second is something that obviously I think you learn with time as well, but it's quite evident when you interview to people to see how long it took them to do what they're doing and to achieve something is that it takes time for people to understand concepts, something that I talk to many people about, and, and, and to take actions thereafter. So you need, you know, patience, patience and consistency. And uh, if I didn't understand, kind of lastly, if I didn't understand uh, enough before I launched the podcast about the complexity of the situation, the solutions and the collaboration required by all the stakeholders, um, it became kind of a lot more clear you know, how all the different parts play a role, which role they play. Uh, so as you listen to the podcast yourself, uh, and I invite everyone to to, to listen to it and pick um, different episodes. You get to understand, you know, the different players at the different levels of the investment world, but at the same time, how then that relates to consumers, to uh, the companies, to policymakers, regulators, etc. Uh, and I think that that was uh, has been, you know, quite a wonderful um, altogether takeaway. And lesson. Amazing. I, I think one of the key things that I learned from doing and helping you on your podcasting is this, especially within this impact space, is there's such a wide range of individuals and so many companies doing such such great things. And I mean, you've interviewed a lot of people and some of these people uh, have been working in the, I guess, in, in the sustainability, in the impact space for a long time. And I think it's really fascinating how many uh, different parts of the financial world is actually uh, changing and taking action and, and moving things forward. So I really thank you for all this inspiration, being able to work with you on your podcast. And I highly recommend people uh, who are listening, um, you know, to check out your podcast. It's Impact Leaders. And yeah, for anyone who wants to get in touch with you, JP, what's the best way to for people to reach out to you? I think the easiest way is normally through LinkedIn. So people just can, you know, find me as JP Dalman, that's D for Delta, A-double-L-M-A-double-N. And you should be able to connect with me and message me. And just mention Wuntan. 
<laughs> thank you very much. It was a pleasure to to have you on this uh, episode. No, thank you, and thank you for everything that you do and for all the support and the and the great uh, guidance you provide. So thank you for listening to the entire episode. So that was JP Dalman of Impact Leaders Podcast. Definitely go check out his podcast. So let me know what's been your biggest takeaway so far from all these amazing episodes. And in the next episode, I've got Karen Goss, pioneer in the tiny house movement and founder of Freedom Collective and GoTiny.co, where he's going to be talking about the future of co-living and co-working. And he's got some fascinating experiences that he is going to share on his journey and how he's been creating a bigger impact, but also uh, helping others and inspiring more entrepreneurs to be more impactful. I think you'll really enjoy the episode and Kyron shares some counterintuitive advice that I think is super fascinating. It's not something that I've heard in this series yet and I think it's such an important one. So definitely tune in when the episode drops next week. So this is Impact Go Rush and I've been your host Wun Tan and see you in the next episode.